This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So it is one hot day in the summer in North Carolina. The South is hot this time of year. And we are going to answer all your questions on this hot day to help you keep it hot. We got a hot mailbag for you. Hot mailbag right off the press. Hello again and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. Hey, Lori. It is time for a mailbag episode. Love these. I do, too. We have spent the whole day together working with our wonderful friends, Carol and Shelly. Right. Uh, We're uh, working on Love and Sex 360. Yeah. We have another retreat, retreat, fall retreat coming in November. And sign up is actually live today. I know Uh, it. Registration is It's so exciting. Registration is open Exciting because we have two packages, more ways for people to attend. You can come to the workshop only, which is over 10 hours of workshop over the weekend in Asheville. Or you can also come to the workshop and also get private therapy with one of us. That's right. Super exciting. Lots of help. If you want more information about that, it is loveandsex360.com. Love and Sex is spelled out. 360 is the number 360. And it's also on our website, which is poorplayradiosextherapy.com. So if you can't, you know, find it through that way, just look for us. You'll find us. Easy peasy. Yeah. So we're okay. excited. We're excited about that. That's coming up in Asheville. I cannot wait to be in Asheville in the fall, by the way, <laughs> after all this hot, hot heat hot. right now that is uh, smoldering. Uh, we are melting but we had iced coffees. Life is good. <laughs> Life is also better with iced coffee. We also had mini donuts. Yes. If you are ever in Raleigh, uh, go to Sola Cafe Ooh. and have their mini donuts. I you like their chocolate. Raleigh. You had their I chocolate. In yes, I did. Escazu. Uh, we're, we're, we're advertising these places for free, but it's because we love them. Escazu chocolate and Sola coffee. Always at Sola. Out of this world. And so today we got a couple different questions. We're just going to try to answer them as best we can. Um, you also can send us your questions at info at foreplayradiosextherapy.com or you can hit us up on social media, private message us, and uh, we will get back to you for sure. Um, but our first, I guess, email, write in, mm-hmm. uh, whatever we do these days. Email. Email. We do email these days. It's 2019. Right. Comes from a man who's been married for seven years. He's got... Two kids, age three and four, um, and he writes, your podcast is very enlightening. I have been love that. I've been listening to your podcast for about two weeks, and it has been answering a lot of questions I've had since the beginning 
of my marriage seven years ago. And most important, it is able to be applied on day one. That's just so good. Very so nice. he Thank said, you. writes that he has two questions for us um, that he's having, uh, they're having scheduled sex two times a week. He writes that as if he probably doesn't like that, but that's two times a week. I am the pursuer. Um, no kidding. And coming to understand what that means for our relationship. Questions and opinions. Question one. Prior to having kids in marriage and dating, my wife enjoyed me giving her oral sex. She had orgasms, and from my perspective, they were intense. Once getting pregnant, our sex life got a little off track, understandably, and oral sex for us went by the wayside. Nothing has changed for oral sex for both of us until now. We are communicating and healing from a pursuer distancer struggle due to me not thinking she wanted it and her just wanting me to be happy. Mm. We have tried to incorporate oral sex for her, but she is not able to relax. She squirms and is very jumpy. Wait, wait. I, I want to go back. I'll I go back. go back. First of all, I'm just going to call you Eric. I have no idea what your name is. And I just want to say congratulations and great work on really trying to struggle through the power struggle of the pursuer distance or dance and you know, thinking about this, I, this is our hope at Foreplay is that we give you a logic and a framework that allows you to solve all your problems, sexual and otherwise. Mm -hmm. So I just think fantastic for you to be struggling in this way and really thinking about it and coming to the conclusion that you came to the wrong conclusions, you know, that she didn't actually not want to do it, uh, oh, yeah. but that she wanted you to be happy. And you know, I just, I'm really happy to hear that our work has influenced you enough to have that conversation. And then I want to take that second part, Adam. Yep. So read those few sentences again. We have tried to incorporate oral sex for her, but she's not able to relax. She squirms and is very jumpy. I'm not sure if it's too intense for her or there's something else going on. She is not very comfortable communicating about this stuff. And most of her responses are, I don't know. She has mentioned it freaks her out a bit. Okay. So let's talk about this. You said something that was brilliant, or she said something that was brilliant, that basically it's too intense for her. And remember that distancers, sexual distancers, often try to control intensity. To the pursuer, it feels like they're trying to control them. Mm -hmm. You know, that it's a personal, um, trying to, you know, he or she is trying to control me, not give to me. But really, most of the time, if you can get this in your head, Distancers are trying to contain an experience that feels too intense. It could feel um, intense in a good way, right? And it'd still it, be, it'd still be it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. And so, so that is why we want to understand it. I mean, it doesn't make sense on the outside that something that felt good and produced good orgasms initially somehow or another are more intense. You did say, however, it was... Uh, after pregnancy, which I would say that the body for a woman changes radically sometimes after pregnancy. For instance, maybe her nipples were not sensitive before and they are now or vice versa mm -hmm. or oral sex is, you know, too sensitive at this point. Um, so and it sounds like she is unable to really communicate. So that tells me that there is both potentially a physiological piece to this and an emotional piece. Because most times people have more difficulty when it's this combined experience of, I don't know how to tell you that this is different and too intense for me. Is the is the physiological piece something that her gynecologist could help her work through or does she need to go to a, a different um, type of doctor? Doubtful. I mean, it, 
it's so subjective that I don't think a gynecologist can see it on the outside, and that's what they're looking for is, mm -hmm. is there something changed that has made this different? And probably not. It's not something that can be seen on the outside. It's something that she feels on the inside. And also potentially, um, you know, she, she feels something. I, I mean, remember in our culture, a woman's vulva is supposed to look a certain way. I mean, pornography has standardized the way yeah. a woman is supposed to look. And so after pregnancy, she has changed often. Her labia mm -hmm. could be longer, bigger, different, you know, lopsided. She could be that way any old way. Um, you know, just, just not having had a, a baby. She could look different than the standardized culture. And so what happens is women internalize that as I don't look normal, therefore I look ugly, therefore I'm bad. I mean... Also, I think, you know, sometimes her odor can change slightly after pregnancy. She may become aware of it. I, I would say the biggest things that women have difficulty talking about is how they smell, how their genitals look, and kind of what it feels like. So, so take each of those as a separate issue, you know, how she smells. Like, I, I, I would ask her, you know, do you have any tension with thinking that I think you don't smell good. That would be question A. And almost like approach her as a multiple choice thing. Say, I'm going to ask you three questions. I need a yes or a no, right? Because you want to initiate a conversation that is safe and easy. But what you're and talking about, Lori, is, is just defining a little more about what freaks her out right. means. I, I want to get, you know, where is the locus of the problem? Yeah. Um, so this is what I would do if I were her sex therapist. I would be asking really basic questions in a really easy manner, so kind of giving her, feeding her a little bit of what I know about women, what I know hangs them up and freaks them out about oral sex, and just have her kind of answer yes or no. And that would be the end of the conversation, right? Because yeah. even having a conversation with you, Eric, is intense. You know, she knows you want it. She knows there's a lot of energy for you behind this. And so there's an intensity about the conversation. So think of this as a 10-part conversation, right? If you're not getting anywhere right now, having a conversation in 10 parts, you're going to be further down the line. So first thing is, you know, Lori says some women are hung up about their odor. Is there anything about that that resonates with you? Yes or no? And mm -hmm. she may say, let's say, let's hope she says no. Okay, great. Is there something about your appearance, your genitals in general, that you don't like? Mm -hmm. And she may say, you know, I've never looked at them, or they're ugly, or they're gross, or I think you think they're ugly, or I think they've changed since pregnancy, or God willing, she says, no, I'm fine. Okay, that would be a lovely answer. But maybe she gives you a clue about it's something about self-esteem, body image, where, where the locus of the problem is. I also might say, ask her, you know, is there something about the way he performs oral sex that maybe is different than it was in the beginning or feels different now? Yes or no? And then, Eric, I'm telling you, drop the conversation for now. Like, whichever piece, you know, brings something up for her, know that you can come back to her and just thank her and say, I appreciate and honor you for even telling me the answer to these questions, even if you don't get anywhere. Right. If you don't get anywhere, you're a pursuer. Like, pull back, way back on intensity, and just know 
This is an arc that's going to take, you know, many conversations for her to get comfortable to work it through. I think the good news is she was comfortable at some point, so probably can get comfortable again. Well, hang on one second. I think one of the things that you're saying, though, that I think is important for somebody like Eric is that he cannot go into a conversation with his wife as a distancer and just say, is is it about your odor? Oh, my gosh, yeah. He has to say. Nice tee up, please. He has to. You have to tee it up nicely and just say, can we have a conversation about this? I would like to talk about it. But the part that interests me a lot. Uh, Laurie, I don't see if you feel the same way, is his second part says, after listening to you, I tried to wait, gave her time to build up, 20 minutes of foreplay, but that still didn't work. After she squirmed for a minute or two, I just calmly began making love to her missionary, and she orgasmed in about five minutes. So she does orgasm a lot, but I'm interested because it sounds like he still is trying to give her oral sex when maybe she doesn't want it. Does it sound that way? Does it sound that way to you? It does, yeah. So he says, she squirmed for a minute or two. I just calmly began making love to her missionary, and she orgasmed in about five minutes. Wow, girl, you go. Uh, <laughs> so I, I think it, yeah, I think you have to listen carefully. You know, if she says, I don't want this, and you're trying it, you're not listening to her. Mm-hmm. So you, you, I would not do that if I were you. You need to, like, pull back until she gives you the direct permission to do it. Because essentially she's saying, I don't want to do it, and you do it because you know it gets her somewhere. I, I understand your thinking. I really do. Don't do it. Yeah, you and I think, I think one of the things that he, um, what it sounds like, it sounds like she, if she's orgasming that quickly, she, she is also, um, it's not that she doesn't want sex. So it's maybe he's mentioning that, Cunnilingus is something that he enjoys as well. And I would Mm -hmm. say, let's start exploring the other things that you like um, as Mm -hmm. well. It's not giving up on this area, but it's also when he's mentioning that she just wants him to be happy. I think that it sounds like they are working through some things and that they are actively having sex. And so him locating other areas of their sexual relationship that he does really enjoy. Maybe it's trying something new. Um, and it's not, but it's, it's still having those conversations, still bringing it up and talking about it, but it's also finding some, some joy in your sexual life in other areas and right. other things that you're doing because it's, it can't, it, hopefully it's not that cuddling is, is the only way that he enjoys it. But, um, and, and I wanted to say one more thing too, you know, if she climaxed in five minutes, she's way outside the norm. Yeah. So this may mean that the intensity is so intense, it isn't pleasurable. It yeah. borders on pain to her. I, I think it's hard to understand that if you're male, how many nerve endings are yeah. in the vulva. But it, it like what might feel good or might have felt good, you know, different times of the month, different seasons of your life don't. So she may be just too sensitive right now for it. Yeah, so let's come back after the break. We got a couple other questions, and Eric, we're going to get to your second question. It's a good question um, because somebody else wrote in about that as well. So let's take a break, and we'll be right back. So we want to remind all of you that we are thankful for the way you've shared the podcast. We continue to grow. It is our greatest honor when you share with a friend the work that we're doing in trying to help people Uh, reframe their sexual life in a way that is understandable and not so mysterious so that they can make positive changes and strengthen their marriages and their partnerships. 
And I think the last thing we'd like to say is both of us are doing intensives. Um, our summer schedules are getting filled up. So if you would like to work with us, let us know and call our centers. You can find us at foreplayradiosextherapy.com. And if you like what we're doing and want to help support us, we'd love for you to rate and review us on iTunes and be super helpful for us. So thanks for listening. So we are back with our mailbag and we have a email, Lori, from a woman who is concerned about her boyfriend. Um, She says, I love your podcast. I have a problem relating to it sometimes because in my relationship, the stereotypical roles are switched, which happens all the time, a lot of times as well. Right. And we hear this from lots of women. So you are truly not alone we know that we're addressing it more stereotypically. We, we are thinking that we're doing it proportionately. You know, in my practice, I would say that about 20% of the females that I see tend to be more sexual pursuers, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe 80% of the males are sexual pursuers. So we know that it's absolutely, we celebrate you. Yay, you, if you are in touch with sex and love sex. I think this is fantastic. Although, of course, for you right now, you're about to express to us some of the difficulties with a male sexual distancer. Yeah, it's not completely yay her quite yet. Yeah, um, She is in touch with that, but her boyfriend seems like it's not. So she says, my boyfriend seems repressed and doesn't enjoy intercourse. He is masterful at touching me to the point of orgasm, but I wouldn't say he puts effort into making love. For example, I wriggled away because he was moving his fingers too fast. It was too intense and it wasn't feeling good. So similar to our first Mm -hmm. um, email. His response was, you can't move away. I can't reach you. I know I should have explained why I moved away, but I was annoyed that he wouldn't move from his position. He gives up so easily when we do have intercourse because he gets winded and has to lie down. I have a million questions about that. I'm not sure how to encourage him, whether it's a self-esteem issue or he's just lazy. He loves hiking, being active, so it's confusing. When we talked about our differences in sexuality, he said that he just doesn't have the perversion some people do. I've never been in a situation like this. Yeah, that raises a red flag, right? I've never been in a situation like this sexually, being the more sexual partner. On the other hand, I've also never loved anyone as much, and I want to be able to be honest about who I am as a sexual being. I don't know what to do. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Okay, so let's call her Alice. Alice. Alice, um, thank you for loving our podcast. Thank you for bringing up the difference in the stereotypical roles. And you are obviously the sexual pursuer and your boyfriend, sexual distancer. So I, I want all of you to hear this, right? Alice has dropped a lot of things in one paragraph. Lots of different issues are present. And this is how our minds think about sex. It's very complex. It's complicated. But in terms of solving sexual problems, you can't solve all these sexual problems at once. You have to take them piece by piece. So let's try to do some of that in this podcast. You know, first of all, she says, my boyfriend seems repressed and doesn't enjoy intercourse. So, you know, there's all kinds of questions I have about that. Um, Does he prefer you to manually masturbate him? Is that what he prefers? Some men have difficulty climaxing with sexual intercourse. So maybe what she's saying, and I don't know, Alice, is that he can't climax that way. And so he prefers you to touch him to bring him to climax. Or maybe he prefers to touch himself because the rhythm, the pressure is just right. And, you know, I I think that as an alternative, within a healthy sex life, 
as long as both people are experiencing pleasure. You know, maybe if he finishes by himself and you have your arms wrapped around him and you're both experiencing that, that's one great way. But there's this, I'm going to talk about, he doesn't enjoy inter- intercourse and his repression. You say, um, he says he doesn't have the perversions that some people do. So, you know, that that's kind of a mysterious thing to say. And It would be what he considers perversions. What is he, because it sounds like he's saying desire is, is the perversion. Yeah. Um, or is so, he saying you know, sexual intercourse in a particular position is yeah. a perversion or yeah. is oral sex a perversion? What, what, what does exactly, he mean? Yeah. What does he mean you know? by, by perversion? It's a really strong word, right? It I absolutely mean, is. Your eyebrows went up at him. And I think in myself, I'm like, okay, what in the world does he mean by this? Yeah. And I, so, and I think he, I think there's, there's something, there's some questions that she can, as we talked about in the in the first email, how she approaches him and just begins to ask him out of curiosity to understand what he means. Does he see himself as repressed? Um, it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like maybe he does, but what does he mean by all of that? And what is what exactly is his the difficulty that he has um, with making love or with intercourse specifically? Um, I also, one of the things that um, perked up for me was his response of say when she, when it was too intense for her and she moved away, you can't move away. I can't reach you. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if, if there, if she's the sexual pursuer and he's the sexual distancer, if he is then in turn the emotional pursuer and she's the emotional distancer. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, that statement is also a statement of he hasn't, he doesn't feel as connected to her outside of the bedroom as he does, as she does inside the bedroom. Is it both a physical comment as well as an emotional yes comment and but she says i know i should have explained why i moved away but i was annoyed that he wouldn't move from his position so i think she's also saying normally he's great at touching me and bringing me to orgasm but this time it was too fast too intense and didn't feel good and they don't seem to have a language to gently redirect that i mean she moves away he gets annoyed she doesn't tell him you know, to me, that's a, a classic misunderstanding in bed. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes people don't want to say something because they're afraid of sounding critical. Yeah. And maybe you could say, Alice, you know, I was just feeling too intense. It was a little too intense this time for me. I needed to shift. Or you could say, you know, I'd love to be able to tell you about rhythm and pressure that I need. And I didn't really know how to do that in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, something that is non-blaming. You were doing it too hard. I didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those yeah. are not good ways to help your lover, you know, feel better. So. But I think clarifying though, what is directly how he's feeling about intercourse? Because she also says that he that they he gives up easily when they do have intercourse because he gets winded. And has to lie down. And this, that's, you said, wow, what it, What were you thinking when you heard that? Well, it just that, I, well, I guess I'm, I am making an assumption that they're younger because they're dating, yeah, they're dating. They're maybe, dating. That may be a really bad assumption, but, mm-hmm. you know, is he overweight? Is he, is he older? Like, why, why is he getting, he, he shouldn't be getting winded. Right. She um, says he loves hiking and being active. I think yeah. she's trying to convey to us that he's it's in con- shape. Yeah. And so if that's the case, then it's asking, it's kind of getting to, is it so intense, all right, that Mm -hmm. that he's getting winded because it's so intense? When is he, when is he orgasming? 
like mm-hmm. in that whole process to really understand what exactly is happening mm-hmm. um, with that. Or is this maybe delayed ejaculation? Yeah, that's the right? other thing. Yeah, um, that's that what I meant. He can't climax mm-hmm. um, easily, so he has to keep going and going and going. And he's exhausting himself. Yeah, and and then he's getting frustrated um, because that's happening, and it's keeping it's. Uh, pushing him away from having intercourse more or having sexual contact and she's saying you know he doesn't enjoy intercourse maybe he likes intercourse but he doesn't climax easily that way and a lot of times with delayed ejaculation um, sometimes people think that it's he doesn't want to come inside her he doesn't want to give to her he doesn't want to pour himself out if you will into her and it's a withholding issue. But actually, the science on this, the research shows that typically with delayed ejaculation, men have a numbness in their penis when they're trying to have sexual intercourse that actually they're not feeling enough. Hmm. And that isn't due to her. That's actually due to his own subjective sense that he is less sensitive. And why is he less sensitive? It, It could be, it's usually not a physiological reason. It's usually a preoccupation. It could be that he hasn't communicated how he likes to be touched, what kind of sensations he likes and enjoys. I mean, obviously with a partner who's more inhibited, male or female, it's difficult to please them because they're not they're not as explicit, right? So as we talk about this, you can see how many intertwining issues there right. are in their sex life that are problematic. I mean, communication desire, Mm -hmm. repression, maybe sexual dysfunction, you know, maybe an understanding. I mean, maybe for him, this perversion is, I I don't think lust and letting go is okay, you know, and just going for it, right? Letting the caveman out is somehow or another perverse. And so then he holds back. he, He can't feel, who knows? I mean, we don't know enough, and I would never assume to know enough just based on, you know, a short paragraph. But Alice... You also say, I've never loved anyone as much, and I want to be able to be honest about who I am as a sexual being. I don't know what to do. And this, I think many people in new relationships find themselves in this same position. How do we begin to reveal the sexual self? Um, Obviously, we're trying to help people who are committed to each other, who are monogamous, and For me, in a monogamous relationship, this is an unveiling over time. I mean, it's very difficult to, in an instance, reveal your sexual self. So I would take this piecemeal. You know, first thing, ask him what he means by he doesn't have the perversion some people do. I would ask him what he does and doesn't enjoy about intercourse. Um, When he thinks about sex, what is his favorite way to climax in his mind? What does it mean to him when... You moved away and he couldn't reach you. Uh, did he feel rejected? You know, can you help him with that? Just say, no, I wasn't really rejecting you. I, you know, I was just in a more sensitive place. And, and I don't know yet how to tell you that because we're new lovers. And, you know, you, you can talk about this. And I, we wish you a whole lot of luck. Best of luck to, to oh, wait, everybody out there. We did say we would come back to Eric's second question, which is, how could you recommend my wife listening to your podcast? Because he's afraid, right? And somebody else writes this too. If I recommend it, I'm just the pursuer again. First of all, I would say pick one that is about the sexual distancer and say, you know, just make a direct request. Would you listen to this? If they say no, drop it for now. Uh, just say, I think this describes it from our sex life from your perspective. So pick one that we've done on the sexual distancer to begin. 
Thanks, you guys, for listening, for writing in, for interacting. We get tons of mail. We are so grateful for your comments. You can now call in your questions to the 4Play Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-4PLAY. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. Hey, help us stay on top here at 4Play. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.